0: Six thirty, Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye weekdays at two on Six Thirty, Chad. Concerns from the city of Edmonton um, about word that two people were outside for several hours early Tuesday in that deep deep freezing cold uh the city manager andre Corbold saying that edmonton's extreme weather response should have been able to provide shelter for those two people who are without a home or they are they're houseless um Mr. Corbold saying that Edmonton is is working, the city of Edmonton is working with the Mustard Seed and Homeward Trust to provide ways to reach out to vulnerable people and that shelters provide better protection for people than the old methods of leaving the LRT stations open overnight. And we know that there have been calls saying, hey, you know what, why aren't we doing that? again and you know there has been you know a number of comments from the city saying well hey you know what there are better ways to to deal with this issue than leaving the LRT stations open overnight in the cold cold weather you know what get into a shelter move there's 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 space in those places there's a lot of questions then that are raised about you know why some folks don't want to go to shelters they don't want to use those spaces so in this city in Edmonton we know that we are continuing Continuing to deal with this issue, we're continuing to look at uh, different ways to deal with it, to find solutions, and and I wanted to bring you an update on a on a unique pilot project that's underway in Edson. I first told you about it probably about a I don't know about a year ago, and and I suspect that given the success of this so far, that it might be uh, something that other communities could look at. It's a collaboration between the Edson and District Recycling Society and uh, an organization in Edson called Reflections, which is a drop-in center for adults with mental health issues. And it has, this collaboration has resulted in safe, warm spots for dozens of uh, homeless people in that community. Anna Oriot is the manager of the Edson and District Recycling Society. She joins us this afternoon. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the show. Hi.
1: Thanks for inviting me on today. Hi.
0: Yeah, you betcha. Last time we talked about this, we had uh, Mayor Kevin Zahara on about it, and I really wanted to follow up on on what was happening with with this pilot project. Take us back about a year ago, year and a half ago, when you started to notice uh, more and more people. From what I understand, they they were sleeping in um, in, in bins around the recycling centers. Is that is that
1: what was going on? Yeah, they would sleep um, in odd places, and and we would definitely uh, find. Signs that they were there, and, and occasionally find people still sleeping. So in shredded paper bins, in bale storage areas, uh, mm. under a pile of cardboard, um, all of those kind of places.
0: And that can be quite dangerous. My goodness.
1: Yeah, it's dangerous for everyone concerned. And and my staff, I was very worried that that uh, you know an accident was going to happen, or they were going to yeah. find someone that was frozen um and to try and see they you know trying to find means and ways to 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 try and solve the problem
0: so, you know, you came up, a, a team came together, you know, a group of community members, you and, and some other folks came together to try to come up with a solution and or, you know, a, a way to help out. And it was I think it's a really unique way of, of helping out. You decided there was a, a, a drop off area at the depot uh, and you just decided to, to convert it into Pods,
1: like yeah. sleeping pods. Yeah. Well, there was an area that we necessarily didn't need, but that we could convert and to do as a pilot and try this out because all you need is like a five by eight uh, mini area that is heated and and has electricity and lights, yet then provides some privacy for those individuals, and so they uh, we can control who comes in and out and keep uh, a lot of records on it.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's what uh, you decided to move ahead with, and and it has been... I don't want to say well used like that that's a good thing but it is because we don't want to have to have these but it is a good thing that they're there and that they're providing a safe spot so tell us how it would work I mean is there a key code for people to get in how do you control entry knowing who's there how do you keep them safe, clean all of that sort of thing
1: well if there is a key code used and now that we've, uh, we've uh, joined up with Reflections they are at their drop-in during the day and then come six o'clock when we when they close, they uh, book a pod and they are given a code, and then they can walk the block away and and enter through through that key code system. And so we it is monitored currently with cameras, and we also have six hours of a, a monitoring company that are is there making sure everything goes fine. Um, and so then the key code the next morning is expires and a new code is set up hmm. for the next night
0: so who's paying for this
1: um we did get a lot of grant funding some from the town of Edson, some from rdn which is a, a federal uh covid funding uh recently we just got some funds from um the government of alberta also okay. you know a lot of private donations and companies um donating and that can be in the form of some have donated food uh, to be served there during the day, at the reflections. Um, and uh, we're trying to keep it as low as low expensive as possible because yeah. that's what the, the cost is.
0: You know what? And it's it's interesting because when I was having this conversation with my team earlier this morning, someone said, "What? There, there's a there's a homeless issue in Edson? What? Oh, yeah. Right? Well, I I I think a lot of people think that this is just a big city issue.
1: Oh, definitely not. I know when I did a presentation at the Re- Recycling Council of Alberta, which is a lot of. Uh, uh, rural areas. This is a problem in every community in Alberta, and I think sometimes we just don't notice it. And sometimes you can go around uh, through the day and not think about it. But if you really start looking for signs uh, and noticing things, there is homeless people in every community.
0: Mm, okay, so it, how many people are are using the pods right now?
1: I would say there's around 10 per night, um, 5 to 10 generally. Um, Mm. Through the program during the day, there's a range around 20 people that that come in and use the services at Reflections because they have a washer-dryer there and a shower facility and and food. So I would say about 10, 10 using the pods. Wow.
0: Okay. So, has, have have other communities reached out to you to, to find out how this is working, or are there? Do you think this might be a model that other communities in in the province might be able to to use?
1: There's been a lot of communication, a lot of wow. feelers out there uh, checking out. Today alone, it, there was Pinoka and Drayton Valley that have contacted us. Uh, and so the big thing is, this is one piece of a big puzzle. So those pods are emergency programming, but there are also there's uh-huh. some people that don't even uh, are probably not uh, have enough skill level to even use that kind of program. They have other other issues. Uh, there has to be transitional. Uh, housing after this so uh-huh. uh, if you put everything on that one program it, it overwhelms it so yeah. we need to and that's what we're working on currently is what's the options what are thinking yeah. outside the box and that's what this problem needs is there is no one set way to solve um, some of these issues and it has to be long term and looking at uh, providing services for some of these clients that need more than just housing.
0: Yeah, you know what, Anne? We're hearing that over and over and over again from communities uh, right across the province, right across the country with this as as everyone continues to try to find a way to deal with it and to, and to, and to help. So for right now, until that next step happens to those the 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 issues that you raised until they're addressed into the long-term transitional housing long-term housing what does the future of this project look like is it going to continue to
1: run oh for sure um you know uh we have funding uh, for the next year, available, so it's it's nice. going to be a longer term. Uh, but it is, do we add more pods? Do we add a MAP program to supplement it for for individuals that don't quite fit that model? do we look at um, some kind of transitional housings above this so there's lots of different options and that's what we're working on for the next 3 months to see where do we go to from here but it it is yes there's there's uh, bumps and curves in the road but we're we're getting through them and it's because our community is very uh, very active very consciences of it our our council is really great and we've had provincial support so um we're we're going to try and find a means and ways to to do this
0: all right and I want to thank you for giving me the update uh, on this and uh, I'm glad that it has uh, been working out as well as as it has been and uh, and I know that I was reading an article su- su- suggesting that you know especially in this cold cold weather that we've been having it has reduced the number of of uh, of injuries or certainly you know from from previous years you're not seeing that yeah. as much this year which is also really great news.
1: Well and we're not seeing it so much especially since this occasion- system has been working really well in our recycling program and and not not having as many issues i think the seamless approach of of having them through the day at reflections and then over to the pods has really helped but uh, i'm not saying it's perfect and i'm not saying there's not lots of (laughs) challenges yeah but um it's meeting those challenges and finding ways and means around them
0: and thanks for taking the time for joining me this afternoon i sure appreciate it Oh, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Take care. That is Anne O'Riott. She is the uh, manager of the Edson and District Recycling Society who, along with other, you know, organizations in the community of Edson, came up with this idea to use, a, uh, you know, a building that, that, that wasn't being used or pods that weren't being used to house people who didn't have a place to stay. And it's, and it's working well. Uh, you know, she says it's not a long-term solution, but it's working well right now in the community of Edson.